A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the little explosion of this podcast. Hell yeah. Click, click, boom. I'm looking for a, a metaphor, but I can't find it. I put my LaCroix in the freezer and I remembered it Uh-oh. like just in time, you know, where it didn't explode, but I opened it and then it started like. Not like a geyser, but it was like very slowly coming out of the top. Yeah. Mm, a like, slow blow. Um, maybe like the polar ice caps melting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The oh, yeah. subtle reminder that something has changed com- chemically, compoundly inside of this matter. Not enough to disturb you, but enough to know that things have changed. I had a champagne bottle explode most recently, which was like beautiful, but then just also, you know, shards of glass. But the thing I found this morning in my freezer, which is not the same, but I'm like, 
God, now I'm just going to have to hot water it, I guess. Like a ice pack that had partially melted is now frozen to the freezer. I can't with that. I when it when it's frozen to the freezer, I just catered a wedding where it was 107 degrees outside and the people did choose to have their wedding outside. Tight. And it's not like in a place where that's a fluke. So that was definitely a choice. But they one of the people got like a bunch of towels and they wet them and put them in the freezer to give people like a cold towel. And they just all stuck in the freezer of this place that they rented. And it was like, oh. we couldn't get them out. And they're like, hey, you guys want to be in charge of cold towels? I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm in this hot garage trying to chip towel off the freezer. This sucks. Oh, my no. God. OK, this is too kismet because I was watching Bar Rescue last night and John Taffer was in this club you know, or a, yeah. a club that wanted to be a club. He he took them there. I think he did great work on that episode, but he was they have a lot of cat fights at this club. So they were just training like the security of how to handle female. God, I'm sorry. I'm sounding scared. <laughs> female on female violence of these cat fights. And John Taffer like, I have this invention. I came up with this. This is how you stop a cat fight. And he runs up with a cold frozen towel and puts it on the girl's neck. He's like, calms down any cat fight. And I was like, I can't believe he's like, this is my invention. A cold <laughs> a towel, cold towel. On, a, on a crazy bitch's neck. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> only, only, when, only the Taff man could when you're make on, such a claim. When you're on the rag, here's a cold rag. <laughs> uh i think that that actually as wild as that sounds that does sound like it might work but i think that they would work for fights writ large yeah, of course it would same as throwing a glass of or like a bucket of ice water or something you know what i mean which shocks people yes yeah non it's that would stop any fight gender be damned yeah but he was just like how that feel that stopped the fight and she's like yeah my neck's like really cold <laughs> he's like god good see people and it's it makes it's like diversion too right of like here sensation cold ass neck and they don't he's like he, he just got really into it. he's like i didn't technically touch her because the rag touched her so no lawsuit and i was like oh, oh, the, oh johnny john john the towels didn't even really do much it was so hot and my friend heather my aquarius friend uh she was like, this is the kind of stuff people should go to prison for, not like smoking weed or whatever. It's like you made your 80 year old grandfather stand in 107 degree. She had them wear tuxes. No. 107 degree outdoor wedding. The wow. girls in satin and the guys in tuxes. Fabrics. Ruthless. Yeah. Uh. That's a bad friend. <laughs> What, what here's was, the here's the question was there an option to move indoors i, I mean you the option is don't the get married in the hottest week of the year in the hottest place in california fair outside i mean you know it's, it's a it, you it, should have the indoor september if you don't know september and october especially in la that's the risky that's the heat that's the heat riskiest time of the year having no indoor option 
in Palm Springs. Like it's not. Oh, like, oh my god. That's okay. what I'm saying. Like it's not like somewhere wow. where this doesn't happen. Like you knew what it was gonna be. Yeah, this isn't. Okay. Oops, we didn't know it was Fuck gonna that. be the hottest week on. That's record, what I'm saying. Like this period. is like it's you like... did this on purpose. Wow. Okay. Um. Yeah. They they're a bit a bit dumb. I, I mean, or or I guess maybe just some people just don't think about shit. I don't know mm. if it's maybe it's a mixture, mm. but oof. Mm. I get the feeling it was a financial decision, possibly. Right. Um, which is fair. But also yeah. then maybe you just Low season pick a like smaller place or you know what I mean? I don't know. Mm. I or I personally or, or not, all I <laughs> like hear fabric. about is people having fun at, at my stuff. But if it's about photos and other things, then I guess, you know, Ooh. you make your choices. Ooh. Yeah, look. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, that's just Palm Springs just made me I my eyes are rolling in the back because that's like just you're in the heat of it. That's just oppressive. And, uh, you know, it's going to be hot. It's not like somewhere it's where it's, hot. it's literally the Palm Desert. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like somewhere where you're like, oh, man, like we had a heat wave or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, no, this is planned out. All velvet outfits in 120 degree heat. Let's go, yeah. girls. Yeah, <laughs> just like maybe they just maybe it's their kink. A little, maybe. a, a little, little sweater. Hey, that doesn't sound consensual. Okay, that's that's still the people maybe it's, were yeah. elderly too. It yeah. was a lot of elderly people. Where I'm like, maybe this is like they just maybe, straight up danger city. Maybe they maybe had inheritances. To, they want. They're trying to kill their family members. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Back on. That's board. a good reason. I mean, I'll do. I'll count me in for that. You know. Yeah. So we don't know. We don't, doing. we don't know if these are good elderly relatives. Maybe they're pieces of shit. And this is yeah. very no. Possible. But the sat, the satin. I mean, the God. Yeah, can you just imagine like the so many? I can feel it. Some I'm the getting... bridesmaids looked wasted, but they were just sweaty. Sweaty. You know. I mean. Yeah. Oof. Oh my God. What a nightmare. Wow. You know, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> a historic year for weddings. Listen. <laughs> historic year for weddings. Just they don't they don't stop. So in enjoy it. Oh, oh God. Ooh. Just like I just like not electing for comfort. I mean, the tourist like all yeah. the tourist energy me is just or did not even acknowledge it like, like, sucks, right? Everybody. <laughs> it's yeah. not even like comfort at that point. Cause I feel like comfort, I was just trying to actually write these things. Like for, for me, every day is a choice as a tourist of if I want to look cute or if I want to be comfortable, I feel yep. like comfort is the, the tux and the satin dress, but the heat it's like, that's a completely different thing that affects so many other things. Like the food, like isn't gonna stay cold. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. that it becomes difficult. Like that isn't just oh, we're a little uncomfortable. This is like what an outdoor party in hundred yeah. degrees. Yeah, like that's what I'm like. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You want the picture, and you can do the picture, but then that's like a that's like a you. You know, your guests are sitting outside for the ceremony for 20 minutes or whatever. Like people will forgive you being hot for 20 minutes if, if they, they then get then to go, go inside, inside yeah. and then well, it's they, fine. There like, you go. They could go inside, but it was like we, we were making their food. Yeah. 
so it, i mean like they were cooling off but it was like okay this isn't really where the whole party is happening you know here's yeah. my pitch if you're really going for off season and low low prices then pick a wednesday in november or like a time that's comfortable yeah. pick the weird day i think people would be more understanding of the weird day than the horrible heat on a saturday to be Just frank i think cold is yeah. better than hot like Absolutely. heat lamps are available Jackets, you know cute little cute little coat moment coco yeah. mm-hmm. i will say went to a cold wedding um i w- it was preferable to hot i will say th- i will say that but i mean you could see our breath at the tables our heat lamp did not work and- okay. <laughs> and okay and by the time it got to like after dinner everyone was like i can't I'm too, it's too, it's too far gone, but they did. It was well-intentioned and that that's not their fault that the heat lamp didn't work. You know, those things happen, all of that. I can't, I will say. I did a warming of the rings and I said, pretty sure these rings are already pretty warm. (laughs) (laughs) Filled in a little catering, a little catering crew. Here's my same question for the cold wedding, hot versus cold wedding and the battle royale. Did the cold wedding have, I'm assuming then no indoor option either. No. See, here's the thing. Cause my wedding coming, my, my reception coming up in December might be cold or it mm. might be hot. I don't know, but guess what? There's outdoor and there's indoor. So we will adapt. It's a mix. It's mixed enviro because of these, these same fears I'm having of it. Could be hella hot. Could be hella cold. Could be just right. I thought mine was going to be super hot and I was was perfect. Ah. There was no indoor option. So, I mean, we could have gone in that little cabin and like hung out, but we couldn't have eaten or anything. Even if it was the hottest day on earth, which we've been feeling more and more of those lately, it was so tree-y. Once we got there and I saw many trees and shaded, I was like, it's fine in here. They also have um, that where we had dinner they have a thing they can pull down to cover it in case it's rainy or windy. So I was like, at least they like think of stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. but they also won't do weddings when the weather's not nice. So like they only do made us made a, uh, September, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're, See, they know they know their environment. Meanwhile, Palm Springs, they're like, give us (laughs) your you're hotter than hell wedding. I'm sure it was lovely, lovely. It was beautiful. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, just that one thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially like, I mean, these record heat waves. I think climate change is really, guys. It's like, <laughs> no. Uh, it's sort of like presenting where's, itself. It's like, where's, where's the, the proof? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the two hurricanes that are hitting right now. And I hope mm. everyone is... Um, safe and sound and pulling the resources and good god are we all on a group project where no one knows what the assignment is but we do know what the assignment is just no one wants to do it and by no one i mean not the civilians we were too tired and too broke anyway mother nature remains undefeated oh yeah she's she's resetting as we speak and we respect her for that also have to shout out saw Jupiter close as fuck on that historic Jupiter is not going to be this close for another hundred something years in the Astro weather report. Very cool. It was really red, which makes sense. It's got the big red dot, but it, it looked so close. It was like Mars. Did you guys get to see it? Jupiter Mm-mm. show itself. 
it was pretty dope. It was just, it was as close as like a Mercury or Venus, like where you're just like, ah, that is a bright, that's a bright guy. And I guess it won't be back for a hundred something years, but it feels very uh, appropriate in these kind of final, before we retrograde back into Pisces for Jupiter with Aries being like, ah, I'm the biggest and closest it's been, bitch. <laughs> and it's like, catch, catch me in a, I wonder what the Jupiter sign will be. I'm going to. I'm going to try to do a number crunch and see if I can see if you can figure it out. And then that new Neptune footage, just my God, so beautiful. My, I'm like, it truly has impacted my just feelings astrologically about Neptune. Like, Oh, you're a glimmering ghost. Mm -hmm. Okay. I just thought of you as a blue ball, but now Mm -hmm. with, I mean, just like a beautiful jellyfish you see in the sea. Just, I was, She's so good. Uh, no, the planets. Can't get, living planets, for, can't get enough of these guys. <laughs> living for all of that NASA webcam mm-hmm. footage. I know NASA web doing the Lord's work, and they blew up the asteroid. I mean, just like so much intergalactic. I mean, they the asteroid was chill. They just did it for like, can we blow up an asteroid if yeah one was going to come for us? And they can. Hell yeah. Cool. I mean, I guess just... we're not going to get to live out any sort of uh... <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, the calls. Yeah, the Armageddon <laughs> deep impact. I was like, once again, the call remains coming from inside. Uh, oh, we <laughs> will be our own undoing. Yeah, I was like, it's not outside. It. it is us. It is our own undoing. Cool. We'll just stay here till, it, till it's 200 degrees in November. All oh. over. All over again. Actually, NASA. I was, I wanted to go to, I, I think NASA's a good reminder. It's that like astrology, astronomy sort of thing, right? How they used to be the same science and, you know, scientific method. Here we are arguing with men on the internet about the validity of astrology. But NASA, I liked the eclipse definition on NASA. And just, I think if there's ever, I think it's good if there's ever like a, a astrological thing that trips you up to go to the astronomical version of that and just read that. It's a little more just, it's like just kind of laid out i don't know simply what's literally happening it's literally so nasa says an eclipse occurs when one heavenly body love that they use the term heavenly body such as a moon or planet moves in the shadow of another heavenly body let's learn about the two types and then it goes into all the it, it really broke down every single type of eclipse you can experience so i'll put that link um just a nice refresher because i know Obviously, when it's eclipse season, we're going to hear all about the eclipses, 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 don't manifest, you know, is your life, is this a portal? Is your life going to get flipped upside down? All of the above. So I think it's just that nice astronomical reminder of what it is. And even thinking of like with the partial solar eclipse too, it's like it appears to have a small dark shadow or the total lunar. It's like it's going to look red. And it's like, oh, yeah, like. That makes sense why the astrological people down here on Earth were like, this could mean that because it literally looks like this or this gives me this impression of this sort of thing just from the pure, just actually looking at the sky. Yes. I think we we also have like, I think, I think a TikTok about this that we could repost. Yes. That reminded me, I saw a rainbow the other day. Um, and there was no rain it was just i mean there must have been some obviously like some kind of moisture in the air where we're getting that like light reflecting but it was that same thing of like 
yeah, astrology and astronomy and studying of what's happening above us uh, has been going on for thousands and thousands of years. And we I think we do take for granted that we now have these gorgeous pictures of space that we know what things are. And so it's easy to go like, oh, who would need this kind of information? But if this is like ancient time and all of a sudden there's a rainbow in the sky, you'd be like, what? what the heck like this is the craziest coolest thing i've ever seen it could also be terrifying and whatever you know all of a sudden the moon is red for a night is it always going to be like this is it never going to be like this and then you're constantly going again if all you can do is like notice the change and fluctuation in one's lifetime then you would probably only see one red looking eclipse in your lifetime if you lived in ancient times until maybe 30 if you're absolutely lucky you know like unless that would be a once unless in you're a, a legend thing. yeah <laughs> that would be a once in a lifetime thing i'm sorry that we live to ungodly ages now you can see a bunch of things and you take for granted how wild it is that just the moon comes up every night as does the sun and whatever i'm sorry our our modern life has made the damn planet so boring and meaningless that you couldn't possibly extrapolate meaning into your life from them um but i think it is that like yeah it's never it's never exactly the same just like nothing is no day no no transit all of those things are like we use the term astronomical to mean things that are huge and like uh implausible or whatever and so i think it's just this thing of like all of it is like, what are, what are the chances that this one thing would happen again? What are, how, how could you have planned for this? You, you can't. And that is also magical and wonderful and, and life itself. The reminder, I think we're recording this now during the throes of Mercury retrograde, although we are getting mercifully close to the end. Thank goodness. I've had, I've had a bunch of stuff just like falling over, not even like, uh, like miscommunications just stuff that like physically tipping yes like tr not not and not me necessarily but like a thing a thing falls a thing breaks a thing drops on something and i'm just like this is so annoying <laughs> i think with with rainbows like the reason that they have the symbolism that they do of like bringing uh you know kind of joy and happiness and like a little bit more of the brighter and lighter parts of life um the way that they work is that it's light refracting off of like mist or rain so it is generally signifying the end of a storm as the sun has come back out um so i would think in ancient times people probably feel delighted to see something like that uh where with eclipses i think maybe a little bit scary <laughs> sure and that's why maybe yeah. we have some of the symbolism we do around them as well absolutely well and then that's what i mean too where it's like you see this one thing and then because it is not um repeated every night the same way that one could watch the lunar cycle and deduce like oh every so every 28 days or so the moon comes back to where to the state that i it was when i first started keeping track but because those eclipses are so like 
erratic seeming. Yeah. Uh, once again, I feel like this is a thing that we say every time where it's like, actually, even this wholly unpredictable thing is fairly predictable. So it can't be that scary. Um, you know, as I put my foot in my mouth before something, you know, absolutely awful and tragic happens to me. But that thing of like just waiting constantly being like, is tonight the night that all of a sudden everything <laughs> that I thought I knew goes away? And it's like the... I don't know, to me feels always reflective of how do we live with uncertainty in general? And I think especially if we're talking this eclipse season that's so tied to Uranus, um, just by nature of where the eclipses are happening, um, I think that that's been a collective lesson that we've all been learning over these past past years with uh, and and just seeing how that is you know, when, when we already feel like we're at our kind of uncertainty capacity, when we know that there is uncertainty, scheduled uncertainty, how does that make us feel? Does that make us more equipped? Does that make us feel less equipped? Um, and what does that mean? Yeah. I think I also, I wonder if we saw the same rainbow. I saw like a rainbow that wasn't a rainbow. It was kind of just like rainbow mist in the sky. And I was like, that's, that was cool. It didn't have like the proper bow. It was just like the like looked in the cloud and just saw the appearance of rainbow. And then oh, yeah. I laid down in my bed when I got home right after that, and a rainbow prism like fell. The light of it cast upon me, but I didn't have anything. Like I don't know where it came from. Like I don't I don't have a prism up or had anything. It might have been from the neighbors, something yeah. or other. But yeah, or just rainbows, the win window and mirror situation. Some so, something, but rainbows, rainbows are afoot. I love it. Well, you're yeah. going to Hawaii. I'll definitely see some. I was thinking that I was like, oh, is this like also a little nod from the universe to say that? The oh, wait. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm interrupting myself. News break. I just have to say, I met Marianne Williamson. I have to talk about her. Uh, and my life changed. My teeth got whiter. My skin got clear. No. <laughs> she she touched me. She was really cool. Um, I just started speaking a benefit for the LA local congressional candidates slash comedy show slash. I actually uh past past guests uh both Ashley Ray and Aiden Narada were on on the show, so it was a very connected astrological evening. But uh got to speak to her for a bit. She spoke to everybody at length. And here's the deal with Marianne Williamson. There's some she's had some takes I don't agree with, but in her speech. She had a really impassioned speech about how a lot of the times culturally we'll, you know, agree with people and have this community and then we'll disagree 5% and throw people away. And I thought that was like a really important reminder, especially for people who are fighting for similar causes. If maybe you're not aligned on every single one that we can still work together for the causes that we are interested in. And it felt very, um, I felt very appropriate to say and yeah i mean she just talked a lot about like leading from the heart and consciousness and she had this good if you just get a chance to see her speak i would recommend it i'm about to like probably read every book maybe not the every single one because there's some that are like weight loss and like i don't know or maybe i will read it i don't know but she's you know she's been oprah's spiritual healer for some time but she just got into a lot about like working a lot about people just working together and just referring to those who don't 
refuse to just work with other people who are maybe leaning more selfish as like malignant cells, which is what we call cancer. She just wants some like, she's really into butterfly symbolism and just like cells and also just talking about, oh my God, she was talking about like some like head of the, I don't know, psychological, this is sounding made up. I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember shit, but it was like the head of like some psychological department in the, in the federal government. I was like, Marianne, how do, what do we do about people's mental health like and their mental well-being? And she's like, you know what I said to them? Stop driving people crazy. <laughs> Let, <laughs> get, give people living wage. The economic pressure to not be able to live your life is hurting everyone's nervous systems and no one can participate. And it, it was just like really basic shit, but it was just super heart centered. And then we talked about Pluto return. She also talked about being a Capricorn moon. She's like, it feels hard being a woman with a Capricorn moon. And I was like, Oh God, you got to talk to you. You got to talk to you. Gotta, gotta get on the pod and talk to my girl, Julia. Cause Don't I know it. I was just like, she's like hard for particular for us women. And I was like, Oh my God, just Marianne. And also just kind of like negging in a way that all of us have to toughen up and get get she's like you know who was traumatized the people on the bridge at selma we gotta toughen up buttercups and i was like whoa is a boomer which i love her for but i think it just kind of spoke to like everyone feels like giving up because we that that's been a targeted pursuit is to make us all too tired to want to do anything or care and like look at us we've cared before this is like not the first impassioned political speech I've heard, but where's the actual change? And and also acknowledging, yeah, the United States government's in a checkmate. They have us. It's not going to be, voting's not going to change a lot of this shit. It's going to be some boots on the ground shit. Anywho, love Marianne. Uh, just, I, I don't know. I've just never seen anyone like her speak before. I've never gone to... A, a Tony, not that she is Tony Robbins, but that sort of like people really go to her for big life. Like people are crying. Like I actually, an old boss of mine was there and she was in front of me and this woman in front of me was just crying and shaking. And I was like, well, this lady's like really into Marianne. And she turned around, she's like, Stop. you know, I was like my old boss. And she's like, Marianne, like, and just was like, oh, like Beatlemania. And I was like, whoa, just, to be even that person that has that effect on people is just interesting to interesting to watch. And, you know, I, I felt, I felt, I felt the Marianne power. So yeah. I'm working on it. We'll get her on. Um, I'm going to try. I, it seems like she answers emails because she was at a very DIY event in Hollywood. So I'm a, uh, I'm going to see if we can get her ass cool. on here, but just had to acknowledge a very, woo, like a very woo uh, encounter with, Top, top woo woo mama, former presidential candidate Marianne Williamson. <laughs> I was like president of woo. Oh, and that was the other thing when she was like, people asked me what was the running for president like, and I told them, good God, she has a very interesting way. Good God, it was more evil than I could have imagined. But the people I met along the way were the best. Like and just <laughs> like, it's <laughs> like oh yeah, the system was horrible, but then every American citizen I met was just fabulous. Like was the just and it's like that makes. That totally makes sense. People generally uh, tend to be good and want to help each other. It's just, man, this is, the systems. Anyways, that's my Marianne rant. Loved her. Gonna see if I can find her personal Gmail. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. 
I was like, if you work for Marianne Williamson also. Yeah, I think she had a handler named Regina. Uh, I can't remember exactly, but um, please, you know, please come for And she also knew about the, because I went up and said, oh, because her whole thing too. Sorry, this will be the last one. She's like, make sure you pray in the morning and kick ass in the afternoon is her like phrase. Very into meditating and prayer. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, you just made this astrologer realize she needs to start meditating, huh? And she's like, what's happening astrologically in 2024? That was the first thing she said when I said that, like, nice to meet you. And I was like, well, the Pluto return. She's like, yes, I've heard of this. And I was like, you know, she's like, so either a total fall into despair where we must rebuild or more of the same that's just going to delay that same thing. And I was like, eh, I mean. Either way, a reset uh, might be nice. Okay. Anyways, sorry. I ran it too long, but I was very, you don't meet Marianne Williamson every day. So I was like, oh, well, yeah, that's true. It's I true. wish. I, I wish. I'm like, where are you at? Oh my God. I'm sorry. Last thing, read her Wikipedia because I need a biopic. She was roommates with Laura Dern. She was working at the Philosophical Research Society. She had a New York cabaret moment. I'm just like, I need a lot more. <laughs> She's going to go on Real Housewives. Yeah. She, absolutely. oh my God, would love. Went to Pomona College. Just there's there's a lot. Of, I, have a, I have a lot of, I'm very intrigued by Marianne. She's very a very captivating person. I know some folks on her like peripheral social circle and uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Or I did, I should say I, I was at one point uh, and that's, I, that's, I think that's what she reminds me of is, is um, women of a certain age. Shall we say? Oh, for uh, for sure. um, But I love, I love that. That's very near and dear to my heart. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, I just think it's also like, not not inevitable but it is an interesting thing i think and i i see this with us some too um i guess it's just the like how do we come to terms with the fact that people have kind of like spirituality in their life but are not necessarily absolutely bonkers people can still have reasonable Mm -hmm. ideas like these being into astrology, being into spirituality, doesn't mean that you are are a completely like unreasonable person. And I think that there's a lot of people that still have that assumption. And we're certainly like a far, I think we're still pretty far from like a woo-woo person being in the White House and openly oh, running on sure. a woo platform for sure. <laughs> and that might not ever, maybe ever, I don't, who knows. But I yeah. do think it's interesting, you know, if we're thinking about like i don't know how people how people are treated in those spaces and and are people listening to people's actual ideas or are they listening to like listening through the lens of their assumptions about someone who has crystals or believes in astrology or whatever that is Mm -hmm. i mean i thought she was gonna be weirder was my main thought she was much more grounded in reality than uh, you know, uh, cause I was with some friends who brought booze who were like, I don't know a thing about her and I don't, I'm atheist. I don't believe in this. And people cried people. I mean, cause she was just speaking some real, like if you live on earth, you're seeing that people are sad and love and leading from the heart is uh, a way to usually connect with people and not you know, find some purpose and happiness in your life. So anyways, could 
Got to take the course in miracles from Marianne and not a sponsored ad. I got to, but I'm, I'm curious what she's, you know, what she's, what she's drinking, what she's sipping on, but yeah, it's not as like the way, even just the way she was advertising the democratic, you know, presidential debates. It's like, it's not that weird. I'll tell you what she's sipping on. Insert advertiser here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. She's sipping on that woo goo. Coffee for wellness. I know. It's like she's <laughs> sipping on. Yeah. I was like, she's sipping on athletic greens. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I think all of those things. Well, it's all to me, this is like the eclipse too. And I think that I, even within the astrological community, I feel like if you say this to someone, sometimes people go, oh, no, 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 it it's the eclipse where I go like, hey, I actually don't know if eclipses do anything rather, rather like Mark life time. happens. <laughs> yeah. Like that, there are times when wild things happen and nothing and you feel fine, you're in a mood, whatever, but knowing, knowing that something is happening the we are always looking for things to like place significance on and i don't mean this to say like astrology isn't real i don't mean it that way i think that it's just all of these things point more to like the power that our mind has the power that we like the meaning that we give to something is is actually the most powerful thing on earth because it makes us disregard reality it makes us disregard all these things i mean even thinking of uh like politics or whatever where it's like there are people that do not know what is in the constitution that will like die for the constitution that couldn't recite it to you that have never like whatever but this idea of a thing are 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 maybe that's a bad example but that kind of do you know what i'm saying where it's like a cl- i don't know i'm getting i'm getting yeah way i off. think well i think no, that, that eclipses sense. do stuff i yes i would say as someone who just had them on my rising and lost a job and got engaged and got a new car. I would say they probably do stuff. Um, I do think that astrology is meant to be like the reflection of the earth in the stars. So I don't think it's necessarily like causation. Yes. Um, But I do think that around this time shit happens and with these upcoming ones, again, really fucking with my natal chart specifically. And I would like to say to the universe, I'm still waiting for my reward from this <laughs> last eclipse season. So if you could go ahead and provide that potentially by the end of the year, that would be nice. Well, we still have some in Scorpio and Taurus next year, Lisa. I know, not, I know. We're not, but we're I not think, fully out yet. I think it'll be cleared of my um my stuff specifically. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, I think I think what you're both saying rocks, and it reminds me of just like a message I got earlier because like both my grandparents died within my grandma just died, and my grandparents they died. You know, they're they were lovers. They loved each other to the end. Taurus and Sagittarius, you know, love a quincunx, love a goof. Someone was like the ultimate goofy pair, which I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's what, that's the, that's it. But I had a friend and this is no shade to her because I shared that they was a cancer moon and a Libra moon. And she was like, oh, an app I won't name said that's a horrible match. And that's the current person I'm dating. And, you know, like, it's going to be really tough. And it's like, 
these people are just married 50 plus years. I don't know what else to like, <laughs> like point to like, don't delete that app. I, I go off even, I think, I think I can't remember who retweeted it or whatever recently that I saw an asteroid. It was like, Hey, maybe here's a challenge. Don't do astrology for a day and just see how you feel. And then look back later. I think we talk about this a lot of the reflection of it too. So I think is, are the eclipses, you know, making Lisa lose a job and get engaged and have a car? No, but is this like ripe territory for change and for things, the things we think that are going to work don't and the things that do do or vice. I don't even know if that made sense, but like, I think it can be a right time for surprise and how even maybe when people act like a weirdo around the full moons, it's like, feels like it's that on steroids, right? Where it's just like, oh, okay, everyone's really cranked up, even if they don't know they're cranked up. Just like the way people don't know, like astrology, a lot of people don't know it's Mercury retrograde right now. But a lot of people don't know there's a Mars retrograde coming up. A lot of people don't know Gemini, Mars and Gemini right now. And people are saying dumb shit. So I think we do. <laughs> it's kind of like a boiling point or a freezing point or something where it's like, yeah, it's still water, you know, but it's like it has changed now. So like mm -hmm. it's so hot that it can cook something or, you know, it's it's changed to a solid form. It's like one of those things where. It feels like pressurized because situationally things do happen but it's like you don't like get laid off from a job unless there is like water boiling you know what I mean unless we're like the heat's right. on so it, and it's the same thing with like getting engaged or whatever and like the car thing and, and all those situations were like very stressful up. um just because they're there it's it's loaded it's like we're heating stuff up like we've been together six years let's like do this thing you know i think sometimes we equate eclipses with more of this like uranian stuff that's like yeah. oh the rug's getting pulled out under you and you're yeah, not gonna yeah. see it coming or whatever and it's like no we've like we've been given hints we've we have you know we kind of know what is coming in our lives Yes. Or there's ways I think too to go like, again, not that it doesn't have a profound effect. And I don't mean to be like, you know, oh, you, you know, someone sells your apartment building and now you have to find new housing. That's not a huge life altering event. But I think that there is also these this thing of kind of the like, I don't know, I feel like it it makes it turns it into um yeah, I would just want it to be a thing where people still feel like they have agency and ability and a uh, a tool where it isn't like, I think the way that people say in memes when everyone blames Mercury retrograde for everything or blames eclipses on this or whatever. And I think that the, the, there is a push in the astrological community, which, and I, who am I to speak for everybody? Or that's, that's not even like a conversation that we're having. It's just what I, I'm always thinking of, you know, when we're trying to like talk about something that is inherently unpredictable and, and uh, like, and, and feels hyper specific to your life. Like you said, Lisa, this, these eclipses have been happening on your chart directly. And so your eclipse experience has been completely different while we still are related to you and have been here like here with this eclipse experience that has not been my eclipse experience with this last uh one although i don't even know i'd have to look back and see when i what you know whatever work that i do spiritually a lot of the stuff that i ask for quote unquote is not 
tangible stuff. I asked for power to handle things like that. And I did feel like on the last one, when I lost my job, uh, we had had such a nice time and there was such a like community of female friendship that if that I felt at Aaron's wedding that I was like, this is going to be okay. Like, regardless of whatever, like I was in a place that I could handle it. Mm -hmm. So those kind of things I think are really important when we are doing, you know, if we're working, like Stevie said on meditating more or whatever, it's not to be like meditate so I can get money or whatever. It's like, so that I can handle shit so that I can move up. And then that's how Mm -hmm. I make more money. And like, you know, it's like, it feeds into the cycle of like the more I think we're able to do spiritual work in our lives. That's what gives us the grace to like not yell at a customer service representative or whatever. Yes. And I guess that's like, yes, I totally agree. And that I think is like my point in all of this (laughs) rambling of going like the, we do know that we have eclipses every year there's an eclipse season we talk about it we can plan for it we can't know what exactly is going to happen but it is insanely predictable in that capacity and so it is like the you know when we know we're moving up is when we have those feelings of going like oh i'm going to be okay this is you know whatever and again not to say that when you are dealing with different levels of things that it isn't awful and painful and and things to be dealt with but i think ultimately what I hope astrology does for folks is to to help w- with a feeling of resiliency, of to help with a feeling that you know that this is happening. And so it's not we don't have to make it worse or harder or um, like misattribute it to something, some self, uh, you know, you're missing something, you're lacking something, you mess something up. It's like, no, this is the. This is the time. This is the season when these kinds of things are going to be happening. If it doesn't happen to you, chances are someone in your life, whether it be a personal friend or someone that you are dealing with in a customer service interaction is likely going through absolutely a life upheaval and treat people as if that at, at any one day, as we should extrapolate and do all the time, but it's hard. That's why we need reminders if we didn't need reminders, then we wouldn't all be obsessed with these kinds of things if it wasn't a thing that we had to constantly practice and learn and develop. So, you know, I think with this one, especially, like I said, with the relationship to Uranus, this to me, because I don't know, maybe it's just because they're fixed signs and because we've already been having this like Uranus is retrograde. So many of those outer planets are retrograde. This feels less... um. I don't want to say less surprising, but uh, there is something that feels so inevitable about these eclipses to me um, because of the like fixed sign, because we're staying at these same degrees that we have kind of been in the 8th of November for the Taurus lunar eclipses. The solar eclipse feels a little more um, singular because there really isn't much else aspecting, but it is still conjunct Venus, which I feel like whatever pings my brain for Uranus and Taurus, because, you know, Uranus, I mean, Taurus, Venus, rulership, thoughts. The chart that I have also has a few trines, uh, a grand trine, it looks like with Mercury, maybe, and uh, Mars and Saturn. 
Sorry, which one are you? Are you looking at the the, the new the twenty fifth, the October, October. So the first one yeah. that's coming up, the new moon yeah. solar eclipse on the twenty fifth, and then there's a sextile between Neptune and Pluto. There's also a sextile between Jupiter and Pluto. Um, we have some square some squares happening as well. So um, the only thing I think directly with the moon being a square to Pluto. I don't know if everyone else has the same info. Yeah. Um, so I think they could be difficult just because Pluto is involved. Um, and I think that, I don't know, maybe not because Scorpio is so like lends itself so easily to Plutonian things. Um, maybe that cushions it a little bit because the moon and sun are there and it's kind of like they're responding to this Pluto. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, eclipses, it's sort of coming back to what y'all are both sort of saying. It's it's like when you see those articles that are like, the earthquakes in LA, they're going to come for you. And this is how we know that's going to happen. It's like, but we can't predict earthquakes. We like, just can't. Like They've tried. They've made apps. It just doesn't. Well, no, when they're here, <laughs> like that's, that is, that's for sure. So we can, you know, there is something very like same, but different about these eclipses. Maybe it is because they're so close back to back. There's a lot of that, you know, of course it's the flip. So it's that scorpionic Taurus sort of energy. The thing flash forwarding a bit to the November 8th lunar eclipse though, is we'll be in, in Mars retrograde then, and we're not in the first. So I don't know if there's some. Like it does feel, and these are so close together too. Of like maybe something that's started and backpedaled or something like that, because Mars is such that go with with Gemini, and we're gonna have this, you know, chilled out hypothetically Mars for this next coming eclipse, and it's the only eclipse that we'll have that's in this even in the next year that is Mars retrograde too. So I think that that's like a, a it maybe a key player to like think about in terms of in terms of that sort of like what might hit different, but yeah, I mean, it's you're, I mean, you're just in the North node are just been like chilling together for just too long. And I think, I think the thing that I've felt societally with my relationships with friends is like, I think the future is very like, un like who fucking knows what will I even care about next year? I don't even, I don't know. I'm like, me and Pablo were like, should we become iron workers? Like, what is recession proof? Like, like, what is what are the things that will keep us stable and keep us afloat? Like, what are things that are are for sure? And I because I think there's a lot of things that aren't for sure, you know, like seeing media, television, and tech industries that haven't really had huge layoffs before, having them is like, oh, okay, that's like a shape-shifting sort of a you know, in a very, and again, sorry, American, very point of view here as we're broadcasting from well, the United States of America. But I think one of the interesting things about that specifically is that um, during COVID, a lot of the jobs that were lost, a lot of people that like were, had to leave work um, were women because they work in service and entertainment. Um, or like those have been, always been industries that have been open to women. And so I think for like when when the economy's bad, like women go to work. That's what happens. Like, you know, you need two incomes in your house or 
maybe like they like they always say like in war times women work more because like men leave their positions and women move into them or whatever so that could be something to look forward to if we're talking about like a recession uh, maybe there is uh, the potential that we get more women in the workforce or in politics or somewhere along the lines, mm-hmm. especially with um, Uranus being in Taurus and the moon's kind of being um, in or the, you know, the node being there. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. It seems very like femme forward. Yeah. Or in that like Taurus sort of financial sense, it's like there's a recession, but there's a record number of jobs open right now. They're just not paying livable wages. So, you know, I'll work at maybe not Chick. I was about to say Chick Fil A, not Chick Fil A. I'll work. I'd work wherever if I could pay rent and live a normal life. So, something like the the very practical catch up, right? Of like what is actually going to support me. Like I think I. I mean, and we're seeing huge. Like I mean, there's been. We must have talked. I gotta listen back to that Uranus and Taurus episode because I feel like with Iran and with abortion, like there's just there is so much that is centered around uh, women rights based things. Uh, understatement of the fucking <laughs> year with that sentence, but um, yeah, I mean we are we're wrapping out this year too, and it does you know again it's an eclipse. This doesn't mean it's the finite end. We still have more eclipses to come in in Taurus and Scorpio. But what was the last what was start these eclipses? I need a timetable here. Was it the was first? the this is what eclipses are good for. April, I think. Okay. Oh God. Oh no, there was one the previous year, I think around Christmas time, maybe. Yeah. Gotta me... bust out the old handy Susan know, Miller like, eclipse timetable of eclipses. Love her for that. I love her for that. Bookmarked in perpetuity um so yeah, november 19th first... 2021 was the first lunar eclipse in taurus and then we had one yeah april 30th we had the taurus solar eclipse and then earlier this year may 15th the lunar eclipse 25 degrees scorpio god i would need to like look look back at it and be like what the fuck i can oh. i cannot tell you what was even happening around that oh i at least i guess remembers what was what was happening around that time? Oh yeah, I did. Oh yeah, thanks for the chat remark. I did have COVID. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of. I didn't know if he wanted to say. On oh yeah, that's okay. I didn't want to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm like that was a COVIDy time because I was remember a lot of personal change. We were at time. the wedding and then you texted. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> I can pull. I can. <laughs> Sorry, just looking at this chat. You had COVID. You had COVID. I'm like, oh. That- Oh, you mean the reason I'm truly dumber now? <laughs> yes, things have changed uh, quite dramatically. Girl, you had COVID. <laughs> oh yeah, classic. That I mean that well that was the COVID. That was the first resurge was right yeah, after was. that whole like basically May through August. And then that that's when done. you were moving out too. Mm-hmm. A lot of things were set in motion. A lot of things were set in motion. Not a lot of things for me happened at that time. But a lot of things were starting to get talked about, and where it was like on the precipice of shit going down. And um, wow, COVID yeah. brain fog. I, that was all I had to say. I guess <laughs> I'm like that. Oh, it's been on my son. I just have to just come out and say that. Mm-hmm. And Uranus and the North Nodes and the eclipses has been the house is there in for me, which I think is the ultimate takeaway too. Is like wherever this happened in your chart might be some clues as to where you might feel that gravitas. But yeah, I felt a lot. 
a lot of things have been fluctuating in my fifth and 11th houses. That's for fucking sure. I was just noticing too. I mean, again, it's like, it's just hard to say, but that lunar eclipse on the eighth is also an election day. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I'm sure that doesn't mean anything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that's, I'm sure that has nothing to do with Mm -hmm. anything that could, Oh, that's actually now let me look at this as an election. I'm like, what is this as an election day? Well, I think oh, all of these conjunct Mercury too. <laughs> mm-hmm. To to me, the the overarching thing of a lot of these eclipses, or again, because these are in fixed signs, and then obviously, like we just said, look to where this is happening specifically in your chart. Whether you have anything there, is this hitting anything directly? Otherwise, let's look in the area, and then also thinking about what does this mean outside of ourselves. I think ultimately that is a thing that we, you know. It's hard to say because on the one hand, I, I'm constantly being like astrology is best used when it's hyper specific to yourself because you can know that's like how you can know the data and check dates and do all of these things too. But at the same time, we're talking about the sun and moon and earth and planets here. That this is bigger than us. This is not just your own individual life and all of that. And and to say that like what what is what are we looking at the cycles of of change and things that are stable and unstable and certainly in these fixed signs we've seen a lot of things that we thought would be stable destabilized um and the question is like what ready or not some things have to change and and i think we've been kind of hitting this over the head a lot but some for some people radical change that is devastating to one to one swath of folks is going to be a miracle and the best thing that ever happened to another swath of folks and that is true no matter what is happening no matter what is changing um there are always people that will be uh you know not i hate to say winners and losers because it's not it's not like that but it is you know yes one one man's trash is another man's treasure um you know it's kind of like that (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's what it's like. It's not, there's no, there is no um, judgment to say which is which or whatever, but in any, in any scenario, no matter eclipse or not, you know, Mm -hmm. there are, there's ways of seeing each, each side and there are pros and cons. There are things that help and hurt things that are beneficial and not. Um, And so I think what's most beneficial in these is to also go like, okay, we're going to find out what is a thing that is like i don't know data i feel so reptilian when i'm saying like data driven <laughs> like that because i don't mean to be like you know this is just information and not whatever well, but well i think we're i, I don't i i know we've probably fucking said this six thousand times i'm sick of the story of the united states there is mm-hmm. data there's just fucking facts there's homelessness has increased inflation Ten dollars is a hundred dollars. Like shit, shit is actually fucked. I'm coming back to Marianne because she had a great quote. Or she, I think, I think maybe that's why the election almost feels like, uh, or I don't know, maybe it does to doesn't to some people, but to me, there's is this sort of like, well, I just know like not much is going to change unless there's an absolute restructuring of the entire system, which isn't coming with any sort of ease or not in this cycle. But what she mentioned was, you know, with the Republicans, it, it's typically a free fall. And with the Democrats, it's a well-managed decline. And I was just like, oh, like that's I relate because I've yeah, not much has really 
been two different verse R R versus D. Now, you did that last sitting president enable and has been enabling pure fascism and Nazism, and that is that is the a, a huge difference, absolutely. And we can't, you know, as Marianne said, God, sorry, drink. As Marianne said, you know, we didn't fall off the cliff with reelecting Trump, and now we're just six inches away from it with Biden. So, like, isn't that isn't that cool? But we're still at the cliff. We're still edgy, well, and it's like, yeah. That's not the cure. And it's also like, again, not to say that there aren't uh, (laughs) agree. And it's also like the system also enabled all of that to happen. Mm -hmm. If the system wasn't in place and able to support those things, then no one person could come in and either make or destroy a thing. So it is like a system in the hands of a person bent on, you know, mm-hmm. abs- just chaos. I don't even think particularly uh, like well thought out, just true chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, can you imagine too with this Scorpio Taurusness of all? Imagine here's a scenario and God, will this be great to listen to in the future, which we will because this happens every time as time moves moves on. But like, can you imagine, say everything flips blue? Wow. Like, you know, the midterms happen, all the Senate seats that you, you know, co- the congressional and Senate seats that you needed flip. And then, cause the main conversation that a lot of folks have been having are, you should not be able to hold stocks if you're in office. Cause that is going to be a huge root of how things change. Cause you think people give a fuck about the NRA if they're not getting a check from them? Not, not so much. They don't give a fuck. They're getting paid. Yeah. yeah, I mean, those little lobbyists, and I think the stocks are, that's another thing. I mean, that that that's, also creates- That's a big, that would be huge. That's well, it like, also creates economic divide because there is a situation where, you know, I mean, you have to sell it all to mm-hmm. run or what, like, how do we, like, not that that's like a terrible idea, but just like creating a system and a structure for like, that to happen where it's you're not flooding because that also messes with the market numbers you know what i mean like if we mm-hmm. all like what happened with gamestop or or amc theaters where it's like if we all buy or if we all sell like that also influences mm-hmm. the price so like you know if if you oh, i mean that would be a lot of manufacturing that's a lot of money running for office it that also yeah i mean it's just creates another set of um problems that need to be structured around Mm -hmm. i think also this is all realizations of all of the ways that we are connected or that everyone's as much as you like to go like oh this is a this problem this is a this side problem this is a that side problem this is a politics problem this is a whatever and it's like yes but also we're all we all are in this or whatever. Like no one, no one is not in this. No one, there is no, there is no reality in which you don't have an effect on this or that you aren't affected by this. And you can decide what level that is or how much you feel like responsible or whatever. But I think it is also like, none of us is not uh, like no one. What's the word that I'm looking for is like, not um, is excused from. No one's on the from, bench for this yeah. thing. Yes. And even if you are a person that goes like, oh, well, I don't really care about that. Well, okay. Do you like work for a comp like this? Do you, do you put have gas money in-, in your car? Yeah. Do you have money invested? Do you drive on roads? Do you do whatever? And not to be all like political science teacher about it, but it is also like, I think a lot of, I think it's easy for us to think that we 
uh, you know, the worst thing that could happen is like in our own life or whatever. But like you just said, Lisa, like that's an example where we go like, oh, I'm really for this thing that then means like a bunch of people's savings that they've invested in this thing is gone. And so I think it's also just like knowing knowing how like where where do we put value what is how are people finding stability how are people using their resources how are people obtaining these long generations of wealth and to think that you aren't part of those things i think is is naive and certainly not a way that things are going to change there's still huge numbers fucking ann ortley brought this up on her thing there's still like millions of people that don't even vote yeah. yeah. Not to say that and, voting is I mean, the end all be all of a thing, but it certainly isn't going to fucking do it if he, more than half of the population doesn't even do it. And then to be like, oh, we don't know why the world isn't reflecting what how we want it to look. Well, but I don't know. Like, what, what do we do? Mm -hmm. I think that the only way that we could solve majority of problems with our current political system is if we put a um a ceiling on how much you can make to and run for office so if you make over a certain amount of money you just wouldn't be eligible um because i think when we have wealthy people making laws they are just going to be protecting wealthy people and if we have people who are not impoverished but like living a normal you know in a normal mm -hmm. tax bracket they might have like actual moral issues that they want to protect as well as like people who are poorer than them and you know what I mean I don't know I just that I think wealth is such a like while I strive to it every day you know I think it is such a like terrible um way that we like allow our our politicians to be the richest people like that's so insane mm -hmm. I think the wealthy have had a really good run yeah like truly they're they're good and uh i i think that was just oh my god sorry just my house there's been so many stink bugs and i just spotted another one and i'm about to kick his ass okay uh <laughs> they're haunting me and they stink which is not which could it could, <laughs> bugs mean, are already ew but stinky come on like just hit yeah, me with so one fun. or the other God. All right. I, I'm, I'm about know, to go to war. Say the devil's this. name three times. We should talk about politicians. I know. Just, I know. Hey, there's Ted Cruz on my window. Uh, just being a, a douchebag. But yeah, I think that was just because I heard a lot of speeches from con LA congressional candidates. And I mean, follow the money is has been the theme, I will say. And, you know, uh, money money talks and bullshit walks of who's how can you advocate you can't advocate for medicare for all if you're getting investment deals from big pharma like they just those hey those two just don't go together like why would you you would never vote for that even though you're say you're campaigning or actually another point i think it was uh i believe his name was david kim i'm like can't remember off the top of my head but also having to actually govern versus just co-sign on passive bills actually like coming to the table with solution type like it's your job like mm -hmm. you can't like like you're coasting that's the government position thing. that's the funniest thing to me about all of these politicians being like this side isn't doing whatever this side isn't doing whatever it's like hey aren't you guys supposed to be at fucking work 
why are any of you talking right now? <laughs> like, Straight up go to work, bitch. That's like this cashier isn't this cashier won't take anyone's orders. And it's like, yeah, no one has their food. Like, mm-hmm. like someone, yeah. someone go to fucking work. Not to be it, our Kim Kardashian about it, but it's like, it's very the Tim Robinson mean of like, we're trying to find the guy who did this. And it's like, it's you. It's all you. It's actually all of you. So Hence the like, I don't know. We will see. But I do have the Sabian symbols for both of these. Hit them. Fucking eclipse degrees. And maybe this will give some insight. But this is for the partial solar eclipse on October 25th. Two degrees, Scorpio. And this is a house raising. Raising. And the little taglines working together. They're a strong binding force within a community is exemplified by a mutual endeavor. Okay. And let me, let's see here. I'm just going to, I didn't read this part through, so I'll just read aloud. And if it gets weird, we'll find out. It is an aspect of the feminine mysteries that feelings are not without serious consequence. Typically men are less convinced of this fact, but without feeling a sense of belonging, collective accomplishment, blah, blah, blah. Collective accomplishment is not optimized. The very feelings of nostalgia and sentimentality create a bond that sponsors belonging. And from that, a reliable certainty of cooperation. We cannot cope alone. Our very existence and therefore our species survival requires that we are inclined to help each other. So mm-hmm. that, isn't that special? Just, yeah, I mean, it's saying really, it's, I mean, it's showing a bunch of people like building a house together. Well, so. as much as we're talking shit about all of these politicians and whatnot too, if we aren't doing this on our, in our lives, in our own on a small scale or whatever, what are we going to wait for these idiots to be the example? These people that have shown <laughs> they can't be the example. I think this is also increased, increased mutual aid. This is a thing yeah. where we go, okay, cool. Well, if you guys aren't going to protect our financial assist- systems, if you aren't going to protect things like uh, you aren't going to ensure that we all do that. Well, then we do that for each other. We're who who has land that's farming that d- it does the food growing and how do we then make stuff that we can compensate them for if like money isn't going to be a thing that y'all are protecting or whatever then how are we exchanging with each other and helping each other and being there you know what i mean like we also yeah. exist outside of this system and don't have to uphold one that is not working for us or with us okay i'm voting for you julia damn that was <laughs> take me to your dealer it's also making me think of like all of the um like i heard there's a pumpkin shortage right now and they're like super expensive and this so we're like ramping up towards the holidays at this point and it's i can definitely see you know we're having a shortage on turkey products uh right Mm -hmm. now that could be an issue uh, around thanksgiving time or just that like that toy is sold out or, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not going to come in time through mm-hmm. COVID. We've had to like, as a society, be a lot, have a lot more grace surrounding that stuff. And I think like definitely 2020, everyone was just so happy to not be sick that we weren't like, oh, gifty people or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I do think this year people are trying to do a quote unquote normal holiday. Yeah. And I think that some of that like emotions are going to be running high around some of those things. And so it is like remembering that you can make something or like get, write a really mm-hmm. nice card or like, I don't know, just do something yeah. that isn't, doesn't always have to be capitalist and like Furby, you know? Yeah. Yes. Furby? Furby was one of those like hot toys. I feel like oh, that sold yes. out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. just like, I mean, still pro 
still pro Furby. Just they might not be. Hey. They might not be around. You know, it's very great. I mean, look, we're seeing our first recession. I know for us millennial people, we've we've seen this. We've seen this fucking song and dance before. Not a, not like exactly like this because I remember when right I had three hundred dollar rent long long time ago, but yeah, this could be like canning up your own soup or I remember Lisa made a nice candle for for yes. us one year like we're hey your means check what you got yeah because no one's gonna fucking hate uh if you do I'm something making, that's from the I'm heart. making everyone finishing oil this year and Love Scott it. usually does a cocktail and just mason jar cocktails and those are fun too and also perfect perfect gift because it's I mean it's something that's made from you and also enjoy like you get to actually yeah take and enjoy it. and with this new moon solar eclipse new moon thingy kebab i mean it's it's exactly conjunct with venus too um not conjunct but not too far away is mercury and libra still at 22 degrees you know they're and squaring off with pluto i mean that feels like a big like well let's check the bank account i think we're it's gonna be a little tight Christmas this year. Yeah, but Halloween, everybody's there. I mean, like Halloween costume. I don't know. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, DIY. No, yeah, I exactly. love. I love that. And thinking of the pumpkins and whatever, where it's like that's not the thing that makes it. I know it's like part of it, but it's like Halloween's still gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Like it's still going Yes, Carve of come up now. We have a fun. Now this is actually memorable. I think people confuse making something normal with making it special and memorable and the ones that you actually remember more are like oh bring bring your bring carves anything but a pumpkin yeah yes where i'm like this is a fun this is a thing where you're going to get to see people be creative and come up with their thing and think of like what does that mean it is very like yes Mm -hmm. and there's squashes like similar no there's tons but it's like yes that's not Who's remembering the same thing? Who wants? Also, mm-hmm. it's like, why are we why are we insisting on going back to normal? Comedian John Hastings, who just headlined the Chatterbox last weekend, had a great joke about uh, being a kid from the 90s. And he's like, the 90s was great. We had all of the same problems that we have now. We just ignored them. <laughs> I was like, yes. And that's the thing. Like, hey, mm-hmm. aren't we aren't we tired of like ignoring these same? Aren't we tired of having all of these same problems? We mm-hmm. have life is problems, but like we don't need we don't need a whole centuries of problems that we still haven't solved. Don't you guys want to clean up anything? Like mm-hmm. it feels Jesus Christ. It feels very um I feel like the, and this might be old news by the time this comes out, but whatever. But I feel like the public's reaction to the new Dahmer series on Netflix feels very of a changing time where we went, so you guys didn't call any of the victims' families, let them know this was coming out. Now we're just getting fan cams of how hot people think Dahmer, like, what is, who is this for besides you making money? Which Mm -hmm. we know that, like, that's the answer. So I I don't know, I was actually kind of surprised because obviously true crime, it's, you know, we're morbidly curious people go figure a country without healthcare. And we're like, whoa, people die all the time. Sick. But what is it like? What is this story just being told again doing? And I was I was kind of just surprised to see that as the reaction. Most people just eat that shit up with a spoon. And I've 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 been I was impressed with all the nuance around this Dahmer series. Uh, I don't really have much of an opinion. I don't don't care to watch it because it's too sad. But I'm not. Yeah, I'm probably gonna skip myself. Did Especially you? Especially because I hear second? it's very intimately. Yeah, in I was like, the, what's 
Oh. No, I haven't. Sorry. Okay. No, yeah. As long as I didn't miss it. No, yeah. the second one is interesante. So this is for the utter eclipse coming up the, on November 8th, the total lunar eclipse. So the moon will be in Taurus. That's 16 degrees of Taurus. And that is this one is also I was like conjunct Uranus, square Saturn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that the last big square Saturn of the year? Or do we have the big Uranus probably, square? Um, yeah, I know we have like one big exact major one left no i think think we're as close as we're getting everything else is going to be separating at this point um we don't get we don't have any exact conjunctions but we're it's it's in the ballpark but i think 18 degrees is is as close as we got okay cool so the uh the 16 degrees is for for taurus is a battle between the swords and the torches uh A symbolic battle. The uh, life is a struggle between external, internal, imposing, opposing forces, confronting inner dualities. It's a cool artwork that I'm seeing of a sword and a torch being like on guard, you know, like fighting each other Um, and seeking further and further clarification of a newly discovered truth. We are required to develop warrior qualities and fight the real forces of ignorance, domination and greed. Indecision is a fatal flaw for a warrior who must reduce matters to good and evil, black and white, and choose definitively between this or that, necessity and desire. Well, kind of going back to what you said, like it's not as simple as black or white. It's like this this little uh, summary definitely for sure is. It's like, are we, and this is the election day one, so. Yeah, I think that really tracks because with tarot, you know, swords often represent like kind of mental strife and like, you know your your thinking uh patterns or whatever your struggle um and with fire we always think of passion and drive and you know all these things in astrology and i think that um you know those things really do sometimes cancel each other out if you're depressed you're not able to mm-hmm. get on stage or you're not able to go follow the the dream you have because you can't believe in yourself or you know there's so much like there's so much there, I think, um, internally. And I think that also it being election day, those are both such like quote unquote actiony things like swords and fire, mm-hmm. um, at least symbolically. So I think that's mm-hmm. interesting of like, I bet we're going to have low like numbers at the polls. I bet a lot of people aren't going to come out. And maybe that means we have ma- more mail-in ballots, but maybe it doesn't. Maybe it means people kind of feel like oh well I've been doing this I've been voting I've been like Mm -hmm. I volunteer in my neighborhood and nothing has changed and I still can't afford my rent and I don't make enough money and I have no health insurance and like I'm just too tired to do it today and so I think if you're like don't do that obviously like (laughs) if you're listening um take your you know take yourself and give yourself a few days before the election to like get your stuff in. But um, yeah, I was even thinking, cause I had a bar regular ask me and I hate talking about politics because in bars, like you just never know. Like, you get every kind of person. And um, he was like asking me, he's like, Oh, are you going to vote and whatever? And who are you going to vote for? And I was like, Hey man, like I'll vote when I, when I have time to like study whatever is on the test. But right Mm -hmm. now I can't talk to you about this, but it's like in my head, I was like, I do need to like get this because it's coming up. I need Mm -hmm. I do need to start researching. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Well, that I agree. And I was thinking the same thing about the swords and in, in tarot and thinking of air and fire, but also thinking, okay, several things. One, that like torches versus swords feels like a fair fight, if that makes sense, too, of this, like, there mm-hmm. isn't one that's they both kind of are like impervious to each other. You can't like stab fire and you just like get, you can't, you can't like, you have to get so much fire to melt a sword. And so it almost feels like these things that come to an impasse where it's like, which I guess is what the Sabian symbol is saying Two of these, like, don't get distracted from the real, the real fight because you will be fighting each other forever. And what you just said, Lisa, about this, like people voter exhaustion too, is this thing of like, these are already the people you are asking to bear the actual weight of our society to then also be responsible for the ones who like go out and make the thing where it's like, people are doing way too, have having to do so much work. It's, it's exhausting being an active, caring citizen. And it should not be this much work for people. Like you should not make it this hard and mm-hmm. and exhausting. One thought. But I think also the thought of it being the like, on the one hand, don't be someone who's patting themselves on the back for coming in and playing pretend in this fight, like, oh, I did my thing. I did my thing. I checked my whatever to be like, this is still the like pretend intellectual passions fight like there are still people there's still like real people that aren't doing that need to like go about their days or whatever there's something like kind of no to not get to either again and the same thing i think with all elections is that it probably will take a minute till we get accurate results given the ast- the astrology that's coming like you said i like that idea of there being a lot of mail-in ballots and all of that too but it also being like um don't let however those results come be like, I don't want to argue about what side or whatever. Like, I want to like figure out who it is and then like get back Go to work about there. like yeah. going, what we're doing. This isn't a like this side wins, this side, this, whatever. Like, the I the- think too, it's like that I've done it and I like, I hate to admit it, it's embarrassing, but sometimes if you don't know who someone is, I just pick a woman. And it's like, you don't know what they stand for. Like, I, you know, you try not to, but you're tired. And, you know, like that kind of shit is that people get elected because of stuff like that. I'm not proud to say I've done that. Oh, no, Lisa, did you elect the new fascist lady in Italy? (laughs) 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 Damn, it was all I just wrote in a woman. I I didn't know we could vote. I just kept hearing Caruso. So I just wrote Caruso. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. I know. But that is that is how. That's how that is how it goes. And, oh God! Well, yeah, but that's I think a big, that's, that's also part of for LA. But we, that's that's swords and fires too, where it is also where it goes. Like this is not just a battlefield of actually like who do the people want the most. This is also like who's getting their name out there. Who's getting the mm-hmm. thing? Like pe- people I'm are sorry, tired. But... People are dumb. People are, you know, whatever. Like. I go to the Americana all the time and it is always fucking under construction. So <laughs> yeah. I do not think that he's just going to solve. No. no, no. And no, uh, no, there's a lot, there's a lot to hear. And I'll, the Sabian symbol too is, is kind of talking about to that, to not really get wrapped up in passion to kind of like mm-hmm. the battle of now, like yes. what is actually in front of your face, what actually is here and and needs to needs to be addressed so because i think too there is like a reality and this is like a bad and very american 
central <laughs> like thing, but it is also I'll I will use quote unquote our side for this, where it is I think it's like the the Biden election or whatever too, where like you just said, like yes, that is technically a win, but are we much is life much different? Have things actually progressed? So don't fall like just because a democrat wins something or if god forbid there were like think about policies think about real things think about how we are going to actually continue to enact change and be with each other and also these things too because that's the other that's the other thing is that like we are much i think a big theme of this is like we are much easier to um control and to it's easy to like rile us up and kind of distract us with this kind of fighting that feels like it's doing something feels like we're in like ideological warfare when we still a lot of people don't have places to live don't have enough food to eat don't have prospects are living sad like cyclical lives and that's not a way like that is not uh that's not short term that's something that we got to do long term yeah. So, I mean, I think as we say all the time with astrology, but also majorly with eclipses, we'll see. I don't fucking know. Yeah. There's there it's Taurus and Scorpio, so it's usually not I don't you know, the the two signs that, you the know, the best feel, sign and the worst sign you mean? <laughs> <laughs> the two signs that feel things strongly. Let's just I think, did we yeah. have a little game at the end? Oh, I do. Yeah, I do have a, I do have a, why am I, a, why am I like this? Why am I like this? Here's my question. Why am I like this? Um, okay. I think this happens for me specifically with work stuff. Um, but I guess my, why am I like this is like, why do I, not participate in work stuff and then get extremely hurt and resentful when I am not included in work stuff. <laughs> well, first off, I think that's a human nature. Okay. Um, and I do think part of it is protecting yourself by being like, I don't even want to be friends with like them, you know? And then it's like, Oh, uh, it's that thing of like, I don't know if they would want to be friends with me. So, but I think, because it's like a work thing and a broader scale, you have Chiron so close to your midheaven. Like it's the closest planet to your midheaven. So I think there might be some sort of like healing that you try to do through work or, and it might be like healing your own stuff that you're like, oh, I want to be like self-sufficient or I want to have like my own free time or whatever. And so there, there is like something that you do where I guess maybe you compartmentalize it a little bit. Um, but I also just think that's like kind of normal. I think it is normal. I guess then like that, I always forget that Chiron's so close there. Um, it's also <laughs> my real what makes question you then so, is like, like, yeah, why am I allowed? Am I allowed to be? Am I allowed to have my feelings hurt if I also know that I didn't actively put in have participated in it? Or it's that like because I think I also feel like I sacrifice so much for work for yeah. also in in also in the same way though that I also go like I don't care about these people yet I'm gonna give all of my time to this thing and then be extremely hurt. Like, what's my deal? 
you definitely have the right to be hurt. I think that any it doesn't matter. The worst employee gets invited to the Christmas party. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't there shouldn't be uh, divisions like that in work specifically in workplaces. Um, but I also think that like that those kind of instincts are part of what make you like funny and charming and like the fact that you're even willing to like admit that your feelings are hurt. Do you know how many like times I've never said that? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like you have all you have that chiron up there. So I don't know. I guess true. I'm not sure, like, and this I think it applies either way, because I'm not sure if this isn't a social mindset or in a like building the workspace like being on the team if you will or but if that relates to sort of both however i mean a libra rising being salty on not getting the invite that makes sense like <laughs> i mean like that just that just checks out and but also like i do think that is just is normal because there's been many times in my life where i'm like i don't want to go to that thing don't get invited to the thing why was i wanted to say no to the invite but yeah but also That's you know it. from my fucking face and the things i've said and the way i've been acting around you that obviously <laughs> i don't want to go so you didn't invite me that makes sense so that's the unfortunate scorpio mercury pluto second house sort of shit is you might having to let people know where you do want to be and where you don't want to be wrapped in like I do want to do stuff like this. I don't want to do things like this. I would like to attend this stuff. I really not my bag baby for these sort of invites. Also got to note the zero degrees North node. If we look at the sixth house of kind of the day-to-day -day work stuff too. I mean, your sixth house in Placidus starts out in Pisces. And then you got the zero degrees Aries North node just floating in there where it, it feels like everything you just said of like caring too much and then like not giving a fuck or like, it, or it's like both can exist at the same sort of time it's just you might not know how you feel until you're seeing it actually play out and then you get to to process it because we don't sometimes we don't even know we wanted to be invited to something or go to that thing until it's happened so unfortunately i also had therapy today so i'm really you know i'm really tapped in it's like i think it depends on if you i don't know if you need like an apology either way do or don't i think it's like hey moving forward i'd like this I know it's yeah. like basic as fuck yeah. to, to, to say, but I think it's, I mean, it's hard being excluded. This is God drink. This has been the thing I've had. I, I've told you I've had a lot of stuff going on in my 11th house of friends and like feeling like left out or excluded does suck. Even if you are acting like you want to be left out and excluded, which is something it's hard. It's hard to deal with. We just have to use our words, unfortunately. You also have so much in Scorpio and, and a cat moon. And I think both of those value authenticity. So like, while you can, and I have seen you like dealing with something, be nice to someone, even though you're not feeling it, it's not something that is like naturally in your nature to like be fake all the time. So it's like, yeah, when you're there, you're not having a good day. You're not like, Hey guys, like who wants coffee? You know what I mean? So it is yeah. like part of it I'm I'm only saying this because I think like I want you to know that that part of you has value even if it means sometimes you don't get invited to the cool lunch place or whatever and I'm just using examples of yes. exactly what the thing is well I know I was like I didn't say what the thing is I guess also my thing is like the like my 
<laughs> me being good at my job means that like I'm doing or like my job is to like handle stressful things or handle whatever. My job is not to be nice and friendly to everyone. It's to like fix things and take care of it. And then to like not be I wasn't invited to a and I don't know. I don't know the details of this of the of the invite that I did not receive necessarily in terms of like what the intention was. But I know that there are a lot of things where things will be called like the blank team and I am not included in that. And I mm. go like, oh, am I on my own team? I wasn't, oh, this is, I, I'm i either not on the team or I am on the team. Like I either get to make my team cool, but I didn't know I wasn't on the team. Mm. And I didn't realize, I thought as my as team saver, I thought I was the most important person on this team. And now to find out I'm not even invited to the thing, like, oh, you guys don't need me on the team then? Cool. I would love to not be on the team, actually. <laughs> I'll make my own team. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I'm the same my, way. My team, I make sure the team is invited. I know, I know what team means, and it means that you invite people, like you said, that you don't even want to invite necessarily if we're calling it a team event if we mm. want to call it if we want to call it a friend hang call it a fucking friend hang but don't call it a team thing and then not invite again what i would say the most important member of the team also the <laughs> 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 or i go what's that too or i go why do i also think that I'm no i know i know exactly i'm sorry i for mean dare we not mention the zero degree <laughs> scorpio mars in the first house like just has to has to be said has it's to be also you're you're cleaning up other people's messes so it feels like you're yeah i mean mm -hmm. i know i know that feeling i mean i felt bad yesterday because i went to a lunch that it was all managers and it was like i probably shouldn't have been there because that feels unfair even though it's my husband's like celebration thing sure i probably shouldn't have been there because that feels unfair to other people and like but I don't care. I just go yeah. if somebody invites me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, so there might be some of that happening behind the scenes too, or you know. Mm -hmm. I yes. mean, and working in production, like day job casting. I mean, I've had shows I've cast wouldn't exist without me. No credit on the fucking yeah on the credit roll. Literally the oh, what does that cost you? And there's like no one like it blips for four seconds, but it's still important because it's like that's part of it. I mean, the question that came to mind is like, are you on the team or not? I think that's, but that's the question that goes. I think that that is the question that should be asked. Yeah. And it doesn't, because maybe that hasn't been clear until now. And there was an inciting incident that brought the question alive. And is it, is it, is it, do you, do you care to be, do you yeah. want to be on the team? Because well, also, that, that's I mean, that's the question: is I'm I like, think, am yeah. I just mad because I'm not invited, or am I mad because I'm not on the team? And do you want to be? Do on I want to be on the team or not? Because maybe I you want to be invited but not be on the team. But if it was a team outing, <laughs> true. then it's like a bit of a like yes. a, a little paradox there. So I don't know. I think you're. I think it's okay to be salty at not getting a, a, an invite to something because you want to at least be able to say no. Would yes. you have gone? Here's the other. Here's a. You know, I don't know. I think there's a very good chance. Yes, given what it was, and I'll tell you off air what it was. I don't. Okay. Be, yes. I don't want to be too. Yeah. Oh my god, she's typing. It's an award show. The Oscars. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, honor just to be not <laughs> honor to be nominated. <laughs> Would I have gone? No. Um. 
yeah, I think I, I w- yes, I would have appreciated the the inclusion. Um, okay. And That's... I might not, I might not have gone for truly for like scheduling purposes. I might have mm-hmm. been like, hey, I really gotta, I really can't take this day or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, and also let let us be reminded you got you you have eclipse wise you got this south node shit on this Pluto Mercury zone maybe not yeah mm-hmm. that's where it's gonna be could be I mean a god for anyone with Scorpio placements isn't that a practice south node speaking of maybe not doing it in the sort of Scorpio way right in the more Taurus am I on team why well, it or feels. N? It feels very difficult for me to say, um, or not, not necessarily difficult. Cause I like, do know the thing, but it sometimes feels too, too, not clingy too much. Like you're bringing up the past. If you can mm. be specific about the incident, but that's the thing is that it's like, I can both know exactly why I'm saying it and know that that's not appropriate to bring up because you don't say it in the moment, but then what, how do, when is okay to say a thing that bothers you or whatever if you've like given it time and thought about it and wanted to be thoughtful and didn't want to be whatever do you know what I mean like well, when do I you get to bring up a thing I was just talking with one of my coworkers who was like um getting a promotion and one of the things that she told me which I think this is something you can definitely use too if you do want to go into a conversation is that she was like I was starting to resent coming here because I don't feel challenged so like I, it's hard for me to come in here and slog. So I'm going to I'm going to try moving forward, like moving up and moving forward. And like if that's something that you have to say when you go in is like, hey, I need more challenges and I want to be a part of this team and I want to be able to go to things like the, you know, the Oscars or whatever, the, whatever the <laughs> event is, the lunch, the happy hour, whatever the thing is like, I want to be able to go to it because I want to be challenged to like do this this way. And if that is like not where you want to be, where you feel like you you can take on more or be challenged more, then I think you have to go into it saying that too of like, hey, like I'm I'm over like overworked. I have too much on my plates. I need help. I need a team. And I know that you guys do stuff like this. I would love to like come along so that I can find ways to get support when I need extra hands or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, there's a, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of layers to it. Cause I, I don't think there's, there's a lot of themes going cause it like represents just bigger stuff. And, uh, I'm going to make a scary thing where I'm recommending a book I have not read, sure. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, dumb, dumb girl fall. But I just, I just had a, a reading with friend of the pod, Kelly, um, I believe she's still on our Patreon. If not, either way, thanks for being there. Uh, and also patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast, where we'll have these each individual eclipses in fine-tuned, uh, more depth per eclipse. Yeah, so we, do so it for we every talk about every moon. new and full moon. So that's going to include the eclipses. Yes. Anyways, she we were just talking about how uh, roughly sometimes conversations that feel like it's just like, hey, we didn't you'd invite me to the coffee meeting can turn into bigger things that you didn't know was going to represent. And she would just talked about how she just read this book and I bookmarked it. And 
it's like a businessy book that you can be applied to like personal life things, but I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's a crucial conversation tools for talking when stakes are high. Ooh, um, okay. Yeah, it was, I think she was referencing like there's like this big metaphor in there of like a lot of people want to write your story with your pen and go, well, you didn't want to go because you just don't like that stuff. And you like, it's that assumption that they know what you're thinking or feeling and oh well that's always you know she didn't want to come to this thing so she'll never want to come to things like this or they're going to do this and this and i think uh she just recommended this in a, an attempt to getting the pen back in your hand which i thought was I like, like that i like that description of of that because i think it is like we of course there's patterns so we work off those but then we start assuming things about people or how it's always going to be and people change like yeah i didn't like strawberries when i was a kid love them now so like update your information about me so maybe this is a good time to update the information about you and who you are and where you stand on what and where you you know where you might want even if you didn't necessarily want the invite to know like hey i need to know where the team is going or does that mean i'm gonna have to be on more or like just having that conversation not be so feeling like you're othered because mm -hmm. i think that's the yes. that, that's the hurtful part Yes, that's that is, I think, more than anything, because it also was a yeah, yeah, that's you said it. All right. You know, well, I'm there's some Libra, Libra Aries things uh, uh, is my is my feeling uh, on on this. And then, yeah, I think going back to your midheaven, too, with cancer, moon and cap, you know, people might just not know. I, I feel like there's a there's a I think this is probably more on the ignorance of others than spite or actual well, it's, hurt. It's almost yes. even worse if you're like, oh, they didn't think of me at all. They purposely <laughs> didn't invite me. me. <laughs> where I'm just like, is that, is should I take that as a compliment because I'm so sufficient and whatever that 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 I am not a or have I I've done I've actually achieved my goal which is to not be a bother or burden on anyone so proficiently that no one thinks of me period <laughs> I've taken myself stuff. you know what I mean out of yeah. out of commission completely yeah I mean I mean this is I mean you're singing my the siren song of like you know having to be sufficient that people forget to ask how you're doing it sucks you're Cancer Midheaven here, you know, there's still an emotional, there's a feeler. I always forget here. about that Chiron there too, though, that it is so. It is it a is Gemini. So it's I in know, the but, it's, house. Yes. but it's the communication part too. Yeah, totally. A... It's what makes you funny and cute and charming too. So it's not, you know, it's not a hindrance. But I do talk myself out of things so much and think of the flip mm. side, I think to my detriment in a way that makes me not be assertive or not say this hurt my feelings or something, even though I know that I can say that in a way that can be nice or funny or whatever. Also devastating and and rude. Scorpio Mars, Scorpio pops out. Scorpio Mercury too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Out at you. I mean, north. You're north in these eclipses. Times you got a lot of eighth house action. What yeah. you actually need in a very like fundamental level from other people, and then Chiron and Aries too. I think Chiron and Aries has a lot of people way more soft and tender and and vulnerable than ever before. I think all the perceptions we have of who people are are just wrong yeah <laughs> and we're all very different inside because our work yeah. persona and work persona is different than our personal oh, yeah, like our personal sure. life persona true our romantic persona friendship our astrology persona we're all 
you know, we have to fit. It's protective. True that. So if it's something that's supposed to be just fun and you don't get invited to something that's fun, that fucking sucks. Yeah, that does. Yes. It's the worst feeling. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, we agree. It's so, that's it's so helpful. Um. Well, so we solved. We solved, solved politics and why Julia's like yeah. this. All, all of in, it. All in one episode. Can you believe wow. it? Hell yeah. Thanks for listening. What yes. will they do next? <laughs> <laughs> thank right. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We love you. Um, happy eclipse season. We're all in this together. We're all here for each other. Let's raise that, raise that house and uh raise the roof. Torch torches or swords. We're we're we've got you, we've got your back. Pick pick a sign is uh, <laughs> ultimate is what this is saying. We'll see. We'll see. All right. We love you. Bye. Boy. Thanks for listening to What's Your Sign. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at what's your sign podcast on Twitter at what's YR sign underscore pod and TikTok at what's your sign podcast. For business opportunities, advertising, or commission readings, email us what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. WIS is produced by Julia Loken, Stevie Anderson, and Lisa Chanu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo.